Well, Happy New Year, everybody. I'd like to speak about today, being, being a Marian Feast Day, I'd like to talk about the first Saturday devotion that we'll be implementing starting next Saturday. Uh, so it'll be January 7th, February 4th, March 4th, April 1st, and May 6th. So it'll be five Saturdays of every successive month. And culminating in a sixth uh, gathering on May 13th, which is the 100th year anniversary of Our Lady of Fatima. Uh, she, she appearing to the three shepherd children in 1917, May 13th, 1917, so almost 100 years ago now. Very, very special events, a great privilege for all of us to be alive at this time, to be able to witness this uh, centenary of, of uh, Our Lady of Fatima. Today is the uh, not only uh, Marian feast day, but it's the octave of the Christmas uh, feast. Uh, eight days after Christmas, so you got it's, it's sort of like biblical counting. You got to if you understand how the how days are counted in Scripture, it's eight days after uh, the birth of Christ comes his circumcision. So today, uh, there's a lot of things that are going on. Um, we celebrate Mary as Mother of God. But it's also, we celebrate the, the giving of Jesus' name, Jesus. And then historically, for hundreds of years, uh, the fact that Christ was circumcised on this day was, as very much was highlighted. Okay, And actually, all three of those things tie together. I'm going to try to do that in my homily today. Let's start with Christ's own name. We draw our attention to some of the language here in our scripture, in our gospel. It says... Um, <clears throat> When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. So when eight days completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus. The name Jesus uh, in English goes back to a Latin word, which goes back to a Greek word, which goes back to a Hebrew word. Did you get that? So the Hebrew word is Yeshua. Jesus' name in Hebrew is Yeshua. And that's a shortened form, just like say, you know, Mike is a shortened form of Michael. So Yeshua is a shortened form of Yahashua. Now we in English kind of know how Yahashua as Joshua. So Jesus' full name is Joshua, basically. It means, though, God saves. So the name of Jesus itself means God saves. How does, how does God save through Jesus but through the blood of his cross? And this blood of the cross is foreshadowed by his circumcision. This is the first moment in his life when he shed his blood. Okay, the first bloodletting was his circumcision. And it was on that day when he shed his blood during his circumcision that he was given this name, God saves. The foreshadowing of how God would save us through the shedding of Christ's blood. On the cross. So uh, another another little intimation here of the cross. I'm going to use a I'm going to use a prop if you don't mind. Okay, got to capitalize on this beautiful uh, major scene while it's hot. Okay. So we got a little sheep here, a lamb. Okay, I'm going to set it in front of Marianne. Marianne, don't touch this. Okay. <laughs> Not since I was little, like that. Not since she was little. Okay. So, it's it's understood historically, it's a very interesting fact, it's understood historically that the temple authorities 
had uh, private flocks of sheep, and the sheep were pastured by Bethlehem, right near Bethlehem, outside of Bethlehem. So it very well could be the case that the shepherds and the sheep that were present at the birth of Christ on Christmas Day were, uh, were sheep destined for sacrifice in the temple. Okay, So isn't it, isn't it fitting that the Lamb of God, who would take away the sins of the world on the cross, would have these sacrificial lambs present at his birth? Again, another foreshadowing of Christ saving us through his blood on Calvary. But we have to ask ourselves, where did Jesus get his blood? Where did he get his blood from? He got it from Mary. Mary was the one who supplied his body and his blood. It is the Blessed Mother who gave him his sacred humanity, which was the vessel through which God saved the world. So this is why Mary plays such an important role in salvation history and why she's worthy of a very extra special veneration. And uh, this is what we do today. Now, God's Son came into the world to die for our sins, to save us through Mary, but also it is understood that it's through Mary as well that Jesus Christ is going to return again to earth. It's going to be through Mary's intercession in heaven right now that the world will be prepared and ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ. And this is where Our Lady of Fatima comes in. Our Lady of Fatima is a, it's kind of a prophecy that fulfills all prophecies, or a prophecy that ends all prophecies, if you will. It's the culmination of all prophetic messages that have ever gone before, and, it, and they're, they're lining up and they're coming to their fullness with Our Lady of Fatima. And she's basically telling us in this special apparition, set of apparitions and messages, is uh, Western civilization, which was really birthed by the Catholic Church, is at a low tide. Uh, we have succeeded, unfortunately, in pushing God and the Ten Commandments out of the public sphere in a way that we have never done before. Okay, actually, it's really continuing on in this past hundred years. And uh, Mary is coming with a warning, saying, don't do that, repent. She gave us a warning at that time, if you don't repent, there's going to be a worse war. Because this, the apparitions took place during World War I. She prophesied World War II. She said it's not inevitable, it doesn't have to happen. If mankind repents of their sins, then they will be uh, saved. But obviously we didn't, so there was a second world war. So, uh, but it's never too late. And that's the, that's the message and the beauty of Fatima and the beauty of these first Saturday devotions. It's never too late to make reparation for our sins and for the sins of the world. And uh, we look around today throughout the world, we're being, this, the scourge of terrorism uh, is, is horrendous, and war, okay, it's, it's horrendous. So um, our acts of reparation on these first Saturdays take on all the more importance and meaning in light of today's world situation. So let's talk about what uh, these first Saturday uh, devotions entail. Our, uh, <clears throat> our Lord spoke to Lucy who was the main seer of the Fatima apparitions, and he showed her a vision of Mary, and Mary's immaculate heart was pierced by thorns. And he said, these thorns are the sins of, of men uh, that go without any reparation. 
and they're piercing the heart of the, the mother of God, the immaculate heart of the mother of God. And uh, is there anybody who will make reparation and give some consolation to Mary uh, through uh, these devotions? And this, this is what the promise of the devotions entail. It's very great. It says, Christ says to Lucy, I promise to assist at the hour of death with the graces necessary for salvation. Very important. It's called the grace of final perseverance. All right? Uh, all of those who on the first Saturday of five consecutive months shall X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, I'm going to go over the X, Y, and Z in a second. But it's, it's graces that are necessary for salvation at the hour of death. So that at the hour of death we would have the necessary uh, contrition, faith, hope, and charity for our souls to enter into heaven. Okay, it's not a guarantee. We need grace for that. So we pray for it. It's given to us by God's mercy. And uh, these Saturday devotions are an, an amazing means to that grace. So this is, this is the X, Y, and Z. Here are the conditions. Christ says confession, communion, five, pray five decades of the rosary, and then keep him company okay, through meditation and prayer for 15 minutes, uh, meditating on the 15 mysteries of the rosary. And so what we'll start, what we'll do next Saturday is will be an opportunity to do all of those things in one fell swoop uh, on these five successive Saturdays. So at 11.45, we'll gather here uh, for all those who, who want to gather here at St. John's. And uh, we will pray the rosary at 11.45. And then around 12, 12.05, we'll have Mass. There won't be a homily during the Mass. Okay, It'll just be an opportunity to assist the Holy Sacrifice and to receive communion. And then at 12.30, right when Mass is done, uh, the Holy Eucharist will be exposed in the monstrance on the altar, and it will be there for about an hour, hour, 15 minutes or so. I'll initially start off the period of exposition with a talk on Our Lady of Fatima. There's a lot to learn about and talk about with Our Lady of Fatima. These apparitions are really, really remarkable and striking. So for those five Saturdays, I'll be kind of talking about Our Lady of Fatima, what she said, what the significance of it all is, so forth and so on. Uh, and then after that talk, I'll just I'll get in the confessional, and there'll be basically like an hour of prayer, adoration, meditation, and uh, that'll be an opportunity for those to uh, make their confession. And then at 1:45, I'll come out, and there'll be benediction, uh, and then we'll that'll be it. There'll be dismissal. So that's what these first Saturday devotions uh, will involve. And I encourage us all to take advantage of them if you have that Saturday morning free. Come out and celebrate this really special event, 100-year uh, anniversary of Our Lady of Fatima. And if uh, in closing here, I'll just draw your attention one more time to our gospel text. It says, uh, concerning these special events with the shepherds and everything else and the angels, it says, Mary kept all of these things, reflecting on them in her heart. She kept all of these things, reflecting on them in her heart. And really, I think within that passage there, Scripture, the secret of the rosary is contained. Mary, she kept in her womb the mystery of the incarnate Word of God, Jesus Christ himself. And it's only fitting that she would then, in her heart, keep, store up, treasure all the mysteries that are connected with the life of Christ. So she was a witness to all of these mysteries, and she reflected upon them and meditated upon them. And her, her mind and her heart penetrated into the depths of these mysteries. And we are the members of Christ's mystical body. When we pray the rosary, 
It's as if we're entering into the womb of Mary, and we are beneath her heart, and we are close to the treasury of these mysteries in her heart, and we're listening to them. It's praying the rosary is meditating with Mary on the mysteries of Christ. And she, who understands these mysteries better than anybody else, is able to guide us and teach us in that. So we celebrate Our Lady of Fatima and uh, Our Lady of the Rosary. And uh, come out for these first Saturdays and let's learn from Mary about the mysteries of Christ.